Hey guys, and welcome to the Just Drew Show. That is right, guys. We are back with another season two. Yes, season two, guys. Yes, we took a little bit of hiatus, but it's all good. We're back now, so we can just get back rolling with everything. So, hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are blessed. Uh, we got a lot going on during uh, quarantine with a lot going on in the world these days. But hey, guys, you know, we can manage and make it through. We can do all things, man, you know. But guys, tonight, man, or this afternoon or wherever you're at, wherever time of day it is, uh, we're going to talk about black love movies. That's right. Black love movies. So black love movies are very, very special, uh, very, very timeless, uh, just different type of love movies. They're not like your typical, you know, boy meets girl love stories. So many different interwoven plots and, you know, different characters within these different movies. But to start off, guys, uh, you guys don't forget to uh, like, subscribe. Be sure to uh, follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the good stuff, guys. But guys, here we go. So the first black love movie that we must discuss is Love and Basketball. Love and Basketball is an incredible, incredible film. Uh, it's done by Gina Prince Bythewood uh, with her husband, Roger, Reggie Rock Bythewood, excuse me. And also, uh, it stars Sanaa Lathan, Omar Epps, uh, Alfie Woodard, uh, Regina Hall, uh, so many different um, well-known black actors as well. Uh, love and Basketball is centered around a love story between two, a young man and a young girl and stuff, who uh, wants to, the girl wants to be the first uh, female in the WNBA. And the thing is, is that uh, she faces a lot of obstacles of her being a tomboy and her how she plays as a girl with so much passion and pride. And Omar Epps' character is the son of a, a former NBA star. You know, he's on his way to the top, um, trying to follow in his father's footsteps. But it's a very, very good film, a very uh, nice progressing film. Um, I think everybody should definitely check it out. If you've never seen Love and Basketball before, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You should definitely check it out. But Love and Basketball is a very, very good film. Uh, another film also by uh, Gina Prince wife word on my list here is uh beyond the lights and beyond the lights is a very solid film um beyond the lights stars uh gugu and batara who plays in the morning show on apple apple plus and as well as nate parker uh nate parker uh, is a director actor who's in great debaters who uh created the movie uh, the birth of a nation about the revolutionary nat turner but beyond the lights is a very very good film um it's a little bit uh, slow at first, but you have to give it time to kind of build. But it's about a pop star and her struggles with uh, mental health and as well as the security guard who has uh, chosen to protect her and how he saves her life, stuff X, Y, and Z. And they end up meeting and uh, falling in love. And it kind of shows you behind the scenes life of what it means to be a celebrity's uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, or things of that nature. So pretty much on Beyond the Lights, um, it also stars the uh, wonderful mini driver who played in Goodwill Hunting. But um, Beyond Lights is a good film. I know Gina Prince Bythewood also made this film, the same lady who made Love and Basketball. She said that she went behind the scenes and kind of studied Rihanna, Beyonce, Alicia Keys, all these different pop stars and stuff, and what their fame and fortune and things like that has done to them, pretty much. Uh, also, the next movie on this list, guys, uh, is a favorite of mine, is uh, Poetic Justice, done done out of done other none other than uh, i can't talk other than the late john singleton uh poetic justice is a very very good film 
Um, I starred Jana Jackson, Tupac Shakur, uh, Joe Torre, uh, Regina Hall, Oscar winner. Uh, Poetic Justice is kind of about this girl named Justice who uh, is really into poetry. Uh, she's a hairstylist and she ends up losing her, her love of her life. Um, who played cute was played by Tropical Quest's Q-Tip. Um, he ends up getting gunned down and stuff like that, and she's grieving with the loss of that, and she becomes very uh, emotional, very bitter, uh, very hard to deal with as an individual. Uh, I think the thing is about Poetic Justice is that Tupac also plays opposite of her, which is pretty pretty amazing. Tupac was on top of his game back then. He was very well known, obviously, from movies like Juice and stuff like that. And I honestly think John Singleton did a, the movie very good, much so a lot of justice by using uh, Maya Angelou's poems as well, interwoven within a lot of the plot and a lot of the different scenes and stuff. But Poetry Justice is a good movie. It's a harsh love story, but it gets kind of come together kind of at the end, if you will. So Poetry Justice is a very solid film. I definitely think you guys should check that one out. Um, I also think another one on this list that's pretty good is uh, Brown Sugar. Uh, Brown Sugar is a very, very good film. So I'm to not like them. And um, as well as uh, Tay Diggs. Um, this is a good film about music and how love and music are intertwined and stuff. That's also a good film. Uh, also moving along here, guys, on the list here is uh, Jason's Lyric. Uh, Jason's Lyric is a very good film starring uh, Alan Payne, who played in uh, New Jack City and House of Pain with Tyler Perry. Uh, it's a very good film. Uh, it stars him and Jada Pickett as they are finding their way through love and life and things of that nature. But it also is a very good film. But also, guys, on this list here as well, what I can't not forget to mention is The Best Man. The Best Man and Best Man Holiday are by far one of the best black love movies, hands down. And it's done by none other than the great Malcolm D. Lee. Uh, Malcolm D. Lee's film Best Man centers around... Um, Harper and his friends Lance and Merch and Quentin and Nia, all these different people that they are interwoven in this film. Uh, stars Nia Long, uh, Tay Diggs, uh, Sonal Latham, uh, Terrence Howard, um, just you name it. Uh, they have so many different different actors and actresses in this film. But it's really about how a best uh, best man who ends up. Uh, writing a book that kind of messes up and somewhat kind of exposes a lot of secrets about the the friend group and stuff. And while they're his best friend is trying to become married. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think Malcolm D. Lee, he ended up wanting to rename his uh, script and the name of the title of Best Man to My Homeboy's Wedding, which I'm kind of glad he stuck to the Best Man because Best Man is a very, very uh, solid, straight to the point title. It is universal. So uh, Best Man Holiday also picks up where it lefts off. Uh, honestly, I think Best Man Holiday is a, a very good film. It's very Christmassy. Um, it gives good vibes in it. There's a lot of sad moments in Best Man Holiday, but it's a very, very good film. It's wholesome. Um, I just think that it's one of those films that just come around once in a lifetime. Um, I honestly believe, too, that uh, Best Man Holiday also uh, kind of shows this emotional side of the character that you don't get to see very much in Best Man, and that's the character of Lance. But definitely check out Best Man Holiday. Uh, another one also to check out, guys, that I just recently watched, and it stars Harry Belafonte and um, Dorothy Dandridge, and that is uh, Carmen Jones. Carmen Jones is a solid film. 
solid, solid film. For them to only have shot this film in 30 days, it's a musical, a lot of dancing, a lot of just all, all things artsy. And it's all people of color. Um, it's a very, very good film. Uh, it centers around Harry Belafonte playing a soldier whose girlfriend comes to visit him. But shortly thereafter, there's a lady named Carmen who ends up um, falling in love with Harry Belafonte's character. And she gets in trouble on purpose just to kind of, you know, appease him to kind of get the relationship rolling, get all that stuff started. So Carmen Jones is one of those films. It's kind of like it's an old kind of Hollywood classic film, but it's a very, very well shot film. It's a very, very beautiful film. Definitely, definitely give it a shot if you definitely want to look at something um, that's classic in that range. Uh, another one that's a comedy, but it's also kind of a dramedy as well. And that is uh, Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Now, Thin Line Between Love and Hate uh, stars uh, Martin Lawrence, uh, Bobby Brown, Len Whitfield, Regina Hall, like all these wonderful uh, actors at the time and comedians and uh, musicians. Uh, Tracy Morgan also has a few scenes in here as well. Um, Thin Line Between Love and Hate is kind of more of those stories about a guy who's a player and he wants to, you know, be the Mac Daddy of the world, pretty much. And he ends up meeting this lady that he ends up falling in love with, and he forgets that she's uh, also a little deranged. So she kind of is, you know, takes him on this long journey of luxury and lifestyle and just living life to the fullest because she's a CEO of a company. And he's just your average, you know, everyday club owner, you know, stuff like that. But it's a very, very uh, hilarious film. Uh, shot well. It's also a very serious film as well. A lot of good key moments that are done in the film. Also, I can't help but mention that the legendary uh, Della Reese is in this film as well. And Della Reese, for those that don't know, is a legend. Rest in peace to her. I mean, she's been in every movie, TV show, you name it. Della Reese is a true, true legend that was walking amongst us who passed away uh, many years ago. Uh, also, another uh, good uh, film to watch is Way to Excel. Um, I've never seen Way to Excel personally, but I've heard wonderful things about it. The reviews are good. There's a book, best-selling book based on it. But Way to Excel, you can't leave them off the list, but that's also a good film to check out. If you haven't already, please go check out Way to Excel, uh, especially for the uh, women out there you listen to the podcasts and stuff. Yes, definitely go check out Way to Excel if you have not seen it already. Another one that I can't help but mention, but it's one of my personal favorites, is uh, The Brothers. And it stars Dio Hughley, Shamar Moore, Morris Chestnut, Bill Bellamy, and all centered around these uh, friends that play basketball every Sunday. You know, they hang out, talk about life, their love life, their commitment issues, and things of that nature. And the story kind of shows their relationships kind of intertwined, if you will. So... It's one of those things. It's one of those things that they're one of those films that only come around every so often. But I wish they do a remake of it. To be honest with you, I think Dio Hughley, Shamar Moore, and Morris Chestnut could probably work something out, and and Bell Bell me as well. But honestly, the film The Brothers is a very good, solid, to the point film. Uh, you can't help but go without mentioning that film. Um, also, guys, moving down a list here. Um, the Inkwell is a very good movie starring uh, Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate is a very, very versatile actor. And this is one of his first kind of major roles on film, if, if, I, if you will, because I know he was in a bunch of other stuff before. I, I believe he was in like Parenthood and like he was on the show called The Royal Family and many things before that. But Lawrence Tate in this film is very, di very different than what you normally would see him play. Like you see him in Power and different shows like that. But The Inkwell is a 
very, very good movie. It has J.D. Pickett Smith in it as well. It has Joe Morton, the legendary Joe Morton from Scandal and all these other uh, different great movies that he was in. Uh, Malcolm X, uh, Ali, all those movies. But Inkwell is a very, very good movie. Um, it's a very um, coming of age kind of love story tale, kind of about a young man who's a little bit different from everybody in the world. And he's views things a little bit differently than everybody. He kind of, you know, still plays with, you know, like you know, dolls that he makes and stuff like that. But it shows that this kid kind of is coming out of his shell and kind of becoming a young man. And also, guys, down to this here, um, can't help to mention in that story is uh, The Wood. Uh, the Wood is a very fascinating film. Reason being is because it centers around a friend um, and him growing up in Los Angeles, coming from down south, and how him and his friends have grown up together. Now that one of them is about to become married, and they talk about their life, their relationships, and things that led them to this point in their life. You know, it talks about you know the first time you know they are going on a date, or the first time you know that they uh, all have sex for the first time, and stuff like that. You know, so it's, it's a very, very, very solid film. Uh, I think the scene in the film that really uh, strikes me is the one where they were doing the uh, tic-tac scene and they broke it down scientifically why you should get a specific brand of tic-tacs over the other and it is a very very well put together uh, scene but guys real quick to take a real quick break here um, don't forget to like, subscribe. Don't forget to share it. You can listen to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever you can get any good podcast, guys. Uh, yes, the Dress Drew Show, we are back in full swing. Uh, I was going to also say that hopefully we can kind of get some more guests on this show, um, see if there's, you know, anything in regards to um, content that we can kind of upgrade on this show. But yeah, definitely, guys, check out the Dress Drew Show. Uh, we definitely will get you guys some more content up and pretty soon. So let's jump right back in. All right. So another film that everybody always seems to kind of downgrade, but it's a very good film. And that's Love Don't Cost a Thing. And Love Don't Cost a Thing is a very well put together film. Uh, I'd say it's more of a teenage kind of comedy drama, but it but it makes sense, though. Like, it's a very makes sense. film. It's got about a kid who's a nerd and he wants to be popular and he, you know, uses his money that he has saved up for all these years to spend it on this girl that wants him to become popular and stuff. And they end up striking and becoming relationships and it kind of breaks down the barriers of what it actually means to be popular or what it actually means to be unpopular in high school and stuff. But it's a very, very uh, well put together film. All right, next on my list here, guys, is one of my other personal favorites, and that's Good Deeds. And Good Deeds is done none other than by the man who now owns his own studio, uh, Tyler Perry. Um, Tyler Perry does a very good film. I often wonder if this film is kind of loosely based on him. I can't help but wonder that. But Good Deeds is about a guy who uh, lives his life very robotically. Um, he's been told what to do, what to wear, what to eat. He's always been in wealth and money and privilege. He's a Harvard grad, you know, runs his father's company now and is pretty much have his life set out for him. But it shows that this guy is struggling with becoming who he is um, just because he is living such a regimented life. And Good Deeds is one of those films that um, it, it touches a place where people are kind of like, okay, I see where you're going here with this film, but also I see that this, there's a social order in this film as well. Because the film also stars Tyler Perry, Gabrielle Union, um, 
Let's see, uh, Thani Newton, who is a British actress as well. And it talks about how he meets this lady who is uh, down on her luck with her daughter and how she kind of like, you know, sparks this life out of him and stuff and begins to tell him, you need to choose to live your own life and things of that nature. But it's a very, very good film. Um, it's, it can be a bit of a tearjerker. I would definitely say that. It can be a tearjerker a little bit towards like the middle parts and end parts of the movie, but it definitely is a very, very good film. Uh, another movie that I have yet to see yet, but I've heard wonderful things about it from friends and family and that is The Photograph. Uh, the Photograph is a very good film starring Lorenz Tate and um, none other than the great Issa Rae, who is the queen of Insecure, that's right. Uh, I also think that the photo photograph is uh, very well done in terms of soundtrack because I actually have had a chance to listen to the soundtrack and it is phenomenal uh, in, in terms of jazz and art and things of that nature. So the photograph is definitely a film you guys should check out um, if you have not already. Another film that I also like is uh, If Bill Street Can Talk. Now, If Bill Street Can Talk is one of those films where Barry, Barry Jenkins does a fine job just trying to structure the story in such a way the same way James Baldwin wrote the book. And if Bill Shooting Can Talk kind of centers around a girl who becomes pregnant from her uh, longtime boyfriend who they know since they were child, children and stuff, excuse me. And I think I think the fact that the film is very well put together, I like the way that the visuals look, um, the color schemes are, 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 are beautiful in this film. But I think the most important thing about this film is that it hits on a subject that people often don't talk about, and that is the mass incarceration of African-American males, and especially back in the time during the 1960s. But yes, Bill Street Could Talk is a definitely a good, good, good film. You guys should definitely check out. Um, some people think it's a little slow. It's not really that slow. It's just one of those films where you have to kind of like immerse yourself into the story right away. So it's a very good film to check out. Um, Deliver Some Eva is also another good one that I also enjoy. Uh, that stars Ella Kuja, Gabrielle Union, uh, Megan Good, all these different famous comedians back in the day. Uh, has uh, Dwayne Martin from who played in All of Us and as well as Above the Rim. Um, Deliver Some Eva is one of those films that's loosely based on Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shrew, which is a very good play if you have not read it already. But it's about a lady who's very kind of difficult to deal with in a way. She's very headstrong and things of that nature, very witty, very smart. Um, and her sisters are all married to these three guys. And these three guys hired the smooth and cool guy played by LL Cool J uh, to get a chance to um, woo her over and get them out of her hair, uh, get them out of their hair officially. And I think the thing is that this film is uh, very good, uh, very kind of a quick put together film but it's a very hilarious film uh, a lot of good um, points to hit on here and I think it does the Shakespeare Taming the Shoe justice but definitely Derelish for me was a very very good film uh, if you want a good laugh definitely check it out uh, also I can't help but not mention on the list down here I gotta move down to my main man Spike Lee from Brooklyn New York Bed-Stuy do or die um, Jungle Fever and Mo Better Blues are two by far, I think, uh, in a way, his best love stories that he's ever told. Uh, Jungle Fever is centered around an interracial relationship that uh, starts out as an affair uh, with starring Wesley Snipes. Uh, Spike Lee also stars in this. Uh, Samuel Jackson stars in this. He plays the, his brother Gator. And um, Jungle Fever is a good film. It hits on the, the things about interracial relationships, what people like, what people don't like, you know, how everybody seems to have the similar views 
views, but different set of views when it comes to race in terms of um, relationships. Uh, also, Mobile Blues is on this list because Mobile Blues is centered around a guy that is played by Denzel Washington alongside Wesley Snipes, Bill Nunn, all these wonderful great actors and stuff. Samuel Jackson is in this film also as well. But I also know that in Mobile Blues is that it's about a guy who kind of uh, is a little bit of a player. You know, he's dating two women at the same time, but the fun part of the film is that the two women how they love him differently and how one of them kind of caters to more of his musician lifestyle and one of them kind of caters more to his heart and I think Mo Better Blues is one of those films where it's kind of like okay we're talking about something that's wrong already but we're trying to hit on something here that this guy had to end up you know losing something in order to gain something so it's a very very good film uh, Mo Better Blues is definitely worth the watch trust me you'll love it the jazz in the, in the film is bar none I mean it's done by the great Whitmar Marsalis and you know Spike Lee's father uh, Bill Lee um, you name it there's a lot of a lot of good cast and talent in this film uh, another film that's really not I don't necessarily consider it a love story but it's somewhere along those lines but it's out of time but that's definitely a good check out stars Denzel and Eva Mendes very very good film um, also the, another one that I can't help but mention I know my friend would kick me if I didn't do this one and it's Think Like a Man 1 and 2 and Think Like a Man 1 and 2 is a hilarious film that's based off uh, Steve Harvey's books uh, it's, a, it's a it's a solid film nonetheless it stars an all-star cast you know Kevin Hart and people like Regina Hall and Megan Good and all those good actors and actresses and stuff but I think Think Like a Man 1 and 2 is a very very good film uh, also another film not to mention on this list is uh, Jumping Broom starring Paula Patton I'm not going to say it's my favorite film but it's still a good film nonetheless it has Angela Bassett in it um as well as uh, Loretta Devine. And it comes, it's kind of a story where two different people from two different worlds, they kind of end up meeting and they, you know, become married and how their families clash and how, you know, they're trying to, you know, pull this wedding off. And, you know, just the root of it all is like love and a lot of interwoven family secrets and the jumping the broom culture uh, with that's embedded in African-American uh, culture a lot when it comes to weddings. But it's a very, very good film. Um, also, another one not to mention here, guys, and I'm kind of running down a list here, is uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner with uh, starring Sidney Poitier, as well as uh, Spencer Tracy. And it's a very, very good film. It's an older film, but it's a, it's, a, it's a solid film. It does the film justice. Um, honestly, though, I think that Guess Who's Coming to Dinner excuse me, is kind of one of those films that... Um, it hits on the social issues of back in the time where interracial relationships in the 1960s and even today, you know, how that is. It's about a girl who has liberal parents and see how they're going to react to her husband being black. And he's actually a black um, successful doctor, all this good stuff. But it's a very, very good film. And certainly last but not least, guys, on this list, guys, as I wrap up here is Guess Who and Just Right. Uh, I'd say Guess Who is a star in Bernie Mac and as well as Zoe Saldana and um, Just Right also stars Queen Latifah and Common. Those are two good films. Um, I, I have seen them over the years, but I know Just Right is a good film because it's kind of a basketball physical therapist love story. And Guess Who is kind of like another version of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. But they're very good films. You definitely check those out. So, guys, not to wrap up too quickly here, but the Just Drew Show, guys, continues to like, subscribe and, you 
know, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the good stuff, guys. Um, give me some comment, feedback, anything like that you guys want to know about uh, and get you guys some more content. We'll definitely try to get some more interviews on the podcast, guys, and try to get a chance to uh, get some more good, solid content and stuff. Uh, definitely have a lot of requests and things of that nature to uh, do more things with this podcast, guys. But guys, that is the Black Love movies. You guys can definitely check out all those on Netflix, Spotify, uh, Hulu, all these different places and stuff. You know, you could definitely check them out. I want to say on Apple TV Plus as well. And you can rent them on YouTube. So if you guys ever want to just do a good, solid um movie list with your friends and kind of we're all quarantined right now so definitely want to definitely check out some good uh solid uh, black love movies those are your solid black love movies i know i probably left off a few on the list but hey that's all good we'll definitely add some more we could do a part one part two of this but definitely guys thank you so much guys for listening to the just drew show we are back finally with the season two and this has been the just drew show so you guys take it easy y'all be safe out there and y'all wash y'all's hands all right be easy.